Hi, this is Richard Sport with Information Security Media Group, publishers of BankInfoSecurity.com and CUInfoSecurity.com. Today we'll be speaking with Ed Zeitler, Executive Director of ISC Squared. Ed has extensive experience as the Head of Information Security at VW Carded Inc., Fidelity Investments, Bank of America, and Security Pacific National Bank. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Richard. Well, for our listeners who might not be familiar with ISC Squared, could you give us a quick overview of your organization? As, as you said, we uh, we focus on education and certification of the workforce, the information security workforce. But we um, uh, we are global in nature, and and we intend to support the profession throughout their career. For example, we publish a, a resource guide for today's information security professional. It's a, that's a comprehensive source of knowledge and training um, globally. Uh, for, for reference for our members. Uh, we publish a career guide to the information security profession. Um, we offer scholarships annually, um, over $100,000 in scholarships annually to uh, students doing uh, research. Um, currently, we have a security awareness materials website uh, where we're collecting security awareness material from all of our members. We have advisory boards that uh, are uh, global in nature. We have an advisory board for the Americas, for Asia, for Europe, and for the government sector here in the United States. Uh, we've grown uh, from 3,000 members to more than 50,000 members in the, in the past six years. So we're working hard to ensure that we have support for these members, for our certificate, certified folks. But then the certification is the is the reason we're we're here to to form a a community of professional information security people. Well, talking about that, I understand you recently conducted a global workforce information security study. Could you tell us some of the results from that study? Yes, certainly. The the um, this global information security workforce study is conducted annually. Uh, we have three years worth of data now. So that what we're looking for is trends, not necessarily the absolute number, but we're looking for things that are changing in the workforce from year to year. Um, information security is a maturing profession, and it will continue to grow globally, certainly. The IDC, who we used in the last three years to, to do the actual survey, has projected that there will be 1.5 million Information, people involved in information security uh, globally this year expected to grow to 2 million in 2010. Uh, so you can see that they, the community is growing quickly, and we're seeing a lot more movement into the business side of the house. The, uh, the information security professionals are increasingly being required to have business understanding and communication skills is one of the one of the main points that came out this year. I think anybody working in the industry is is aware of that. But as information security becomes more critical to the executive suite, they are looking for information security people who have business in mind rather than solid technology uh, backgrounds. Coming out of these information security studies, we have noticed that 85% of security hiring managers are looking for certified people now. Uh, that's quite a ways up. We have certain organizations with large pop. Certain organizations have a large population of, of certified folks. Uh, for example, here in the United States, Microsoft, Booz Allen Hamilton, EDS, Citigroup, Deloitte and Touche, Northrop Grumman, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and so on have large staffs certified either by in 
the uh, CISSP or the SSCP, which we can talk about uh, later. Let's go ahead and talk about those now. What are those certifications you were mentioning? Yeah, the, the gold standard, if you will, for information security certification is our CISSP, Certified Information System Security Professional. This is a senior person uh, who has a broad knowledge of information security and who is the, tends to be the CISO of a corporation or the CSO, um, has, has, is responsible for setting the program, developing policies, being overall un, the most the senior person in a, in a company typically is the CISSP. That certification is, uh, requires not only that you pass a, a six-hour examination, but you adhere to the security code of conduct, that you have a certain number of professional years in that position as an information security person. Um, right now, it's four years of experience. As of October 1, we're, we've increased that to five years of experience. You also need an endorsement by a, another certified person, another person who's already is credentialed as of October 1. So, so we are, uh, uh, as you can see, we, we continue to focus on on the requirements and the examinations are reviewed and, and updated that at least annually, often more times than that, to make sure they're all current. But we, what we found is that there is still a, a need for the, the practitioner, if you will, the IT person who has IT uh, has security as part of their business, um, part of their responsibilities. And, and in that in that case, <clears throat> we have what we call the SSCP, Certified Security. Um, practitioner, uh, and 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 that person is is more of uh, the person implementing information security at the firewall or the network or or platform level or application level security people, um, and it is much more specific to to that level of a person. It requires only one year of experience at this point in time uh, in the information security field to uh, to, to be qualified for uh, the SSCP. Uh, again, there's an, an examination and a, and a code of conduct and, and uh, endorsements that are required for that particular certification. The, the CISSP also, going back to the CISSP, we have two concentrations that we talk about that uh, are enhancements, if you will, to the CISSP or the next step up from the CISSP. It's people who focus on management and concentrate in the management area so you can get an ISSMP, a management professional, added to your CISSP. You have to have the CISSP first, and then you can then uh, you have the uh, option of the management professional certification on top of that, or the architecture uh, professional on, on top of that, if you have experience in the architecture area. To qualify for the MP and the AP, you have to have um, the CISSP, and then you have to be able to pass an examination in that area. It's also required experience in, in, in both of those areas that are, can be a part of your CISSP experience. I'm trying to not, not make this too complex, but there are a lot, of, a lot of pieces that fit together for the overall program. We have special certifications, too, that are typically the, we worked with uh, the NSA, to establish an EP, an engineering professional, on top of the CISSP, that is very technical and very difficult to pass, 
and the NSA is asking their people to pass that uh, certification. And we have, um, and that's open to the public too. We have non-NSA people taking taking that certification. So you see, we're and we also have. I'm sorry, we also have a Japanese credential that we've we've recently re- released, working with the Japanese government. Um, they have asked for specific um, examination again beyond the CISSP for their people, and it is focused on Japanese regulations and customs. The Japanese government is asking all of their CISSPs to pass the JP, the J- Japanese professional. In a rambling way, those are the certifications that we currently have available. Well, you mentioned that you've gone from 6,000 to 50,000 members, and I know there's a huge growth in the number of CISSPs recently. Is that just with your examination, or is the role of certification in the information security industry itself changing? Well, yeah, I, I think that the role of certification is changing. Uh, it is being recognized by senior management now. Um, like I said, 85% of the hiring managers are expecting certification of some one sort or another. Um, but quite honestly, the uh, the CISSP fills a gap. One of the things ISC squared uh, is is non not specific technology oriented. We don't address the the uh, specific technology uh, credentials such as Microsoft or Cisco has out there. And we are the the generalist, and the most senior credentials come out of uh, CISSPs. Yeah, or uh, come out of ISC squared, and so that growth is just a recognition of the need for cr- credentials, and the fact that we're offering the first global, globally accepted credential in information security. All of our credentials are also accredited by uh, the ISO standard 17024, that is the international standard for uh, certification bodies. We're very pleased with that. We were one of the first ones to have, or we were the first one to have an information security professional accreditation of our certifications. Well, sorry if I could tap your experience a little bit, Ed. How is the field of information security itself evolving? I mean, what changes do you think are coming down the pipeline or are on the horizon, and what impacts will these changes have on the training and career needs of individuals? I think information security has, has, has seen a rapid growth in the last few years. Again, because of more regulation in the U.S., for example, in Europe, but also uh, because of the awareness in, in the executive circles of the damage that can be done with an information breach of some one sort or another. So we're riding that wave right now of all of a sudden recognition that, that these people are critical to the business, not just to the technology. And I think that will continue to grow in that way. The technology is always going to be changing, always going to be introducing new threats and potentially risks into an environment that uh, need professionals who understand that risk and understand those threats. So if anything, it's going to continue to grow. Wherever technology is being developed, especially, there's going to be a need for specialists in, in, in security. So I think we will see the information security profession grow as fast as the technology and uh, the, the awareness of the information uh, risk out there to our corporations. If I was just getting started out in this field, where would I go to get high-quality training? Well, there's certainly uh, good high-quality training available from vendors. And and if you're looking for a specific 
technology, a specific vendor product, that's a really good place to go. As far as information security training in general, uh, that's a little more difficult. Certainly, uh, ISC Squared offers training. We're very careful with our training program. All of our anybody doing any training for us has to be part of our certified staff that that uh, are, are monitored very closely and are the top level professionals in the area. Um, and the material, of course, has to be updated and current. Case materials have to be updated at least annually, if not more often. That's what you look for, if you will, um, from an ed for an educational product: the quality of the instructors and the quality of the material that's being taught. We, for one, we do not teach the exam. Our educational programs, in fact, under the ISO rules, we cannot teach the exam. Some folks advertise that they do teach the CISSP exam or the SSCP exam, and, and uh, uh, that's not really possible because the exam is totally separate from, the, from our education materials and the exam is, is maintained very carefully so that you, there aren't copies of the exam out there somewhere. Again, under the ISO accreditation, the examinations are very closely handled. What we teach is good information security across all ten, uh, broad ten domains of, of the certification. Uh, the CISP, for example, there are seven uh, domains for the SSCP that, are, that we teach. But don't go to somebody who says we can, you know, we can get you to pass the CISP in two hours of training. Most of our training classes are in the in the five-day range. Uh, we have lots of training available with the online also, and there, there's a number of different ways of, if you will, getting IC squared training. And I think you uh, would find uh, other offerings out there like it. Just again, be careful that you're. You're getting quality material and not someone trying to teach the test. You mentioned the common body of knowledge that exists for both of those examinations, you, but you, earlier you said that there's a sort of a sea change where the business skills are becoming more and more important. Mm -hmm. Do you foresee any change in the content of the, of the common body of knowledge, or are those going to last for the yeah. next decade or so? No, 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 absolutely not. The, the common body of knowledge is a term we've coined for our expectation, if you will, for the material that an information security professional should be familiar with. And that is all-encompassing. So in our common body of knowledge, we have historical um, you know, information, we have current stuff, we have stuff that's coming down the pipe that's all part of that common body of knowledge. That is the, the source, if you will, for our uh, both for our examinations and for our training, run by totally separate organizations, of course, so that that common body of knowledge is updated several times a year, and there are again committees that that support it. Uh, there are things called a job task analysis uh, process that we go through to evaluate positions and what they should be knowing and all that, and ensuring that that is in the common body of knowledge. That common body knowledge is changing dramatically annually, uh, and, it, and it's all part of maintaining our certifications and our training as being current also. Well, last question for you, then, and I'll let you go. If you had a child just starting out in the field, 
what would you tell that child is the one thing to make sure that you learn? There's a couple of things. We've talked about this often, and it's part of our certification programs and whatnot. And we tend to back off and to the point of saying it's the integrity of the person that makes you successful in your career as an information security person. You need technical training, of course. You need to come through and understand the underlying technologies and whatnot that you're going to be responsible for. But it's more important that you have... A well-rounded education in in information security, and that you maintain that integrity, which is sometimes uh, difficult today. That's good advice, there, Ed. Well, thank you for your information. I'm sure our listeners will benefit greatly from it. Well, thank you, thank you very much, Richard. I certainly appreciate the opportunity. And your website is just isc2.org. If people have questions, is that correct? Absolutely. Please, uh, or yes, contact us, and 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 um, our website has numbers and whatnot. So. Very good. Well, thank you for listening to their podcast today with Information Security Media Group, publishers of BankInfoSecurity.com and CUInfoSecurity.com. For other information on information security in the banking and finance industry or to listen to other podcasts, please visit us at www.BankInfoSecurity.com or CUInfoSecurity.com.